What's up, people? Podcast number two. This is going to be just a quick shot off. Uh, hopefully it's no more than 20, 25 minutes. I've got things to do later, but I figured it's been long enough since episode one. I might as well upload an episode two. Today, I'm going to be covering abortion. Now, I've got an entire video series on my TikTok about my stance on abortion, but I figured I'd summarize all of it here into one nicely polished off video or recording. That being said, I haven't written anything down, so I am just talking. I'm just talking on my thoughts. So, uh, here we go. Let's have fun with it. Um, first and foremost, my stance on abortion is that it is an extension of a woman's right to choose who she reproduces with. That's the first thing. Um, uh, it's basically a way of a woman saying, like, I do want this man's babies. Because you have to admit, you have to you have to recognize that we have these instinctual urges within us, men and women, that go deep, deep down to depths that you could never comprehend. And one of those urges is to reproduce. Uh, and whenever we look at the cost and benefit of reproduction for men and women, there's a huge cost to benefit for women. So um, what they really need for reproduction, they need to make sure that they are reproducing with the man that they want the most. Because they're about to stress and struggle for nine months carrying his genetic material, intermingling it with her own, and then creating an entire human being out of it. That's no small task. She definitely has to be absolutely sure that the guy she's reproducing with is the one. Now, you might ask, can't she figure that out before she has sex with the guy? We're, we're assuming that she's already made the decision to like be with this guy and settle down. All right. You might be asking why is he, she had made the decision to be with this guy, and then she's going back on it after having done the deed. And I guess that makes sense why you would think that. I would understand why you're thinking that, you know? you got to be sexually responsible and whatnot. That being said, um, you know, men can lie. Women can lie too, people can lie. But whenever we're talking in the context of sexual dynamics, you know, men, uh, I guess you could say donate. Women choose. The women choose. That's how it is. Women choose, and men put on a show. So men do their best to make themselves as attractive as they can. They get good jobs, they get smart, they get educated, they stay healthy, they read, all these things. Women also do these things, but they have another responsibility, which is to choose the mate that they want. Um, and that is, uh, and I'm talking specifically strictly in heterosexual dynamics here, but they'll choose, like, I want this guy. And um, then they get that guy, and, you know, they start dating, they have sex, they get married, they have sex again twice the two times that people ever have sex before and after marriage once each and then she gets pregnant and then this guy's true colors start to show maybe they don't get married maybe she just gets knocked up but she wants to keep his baby anyway his true colors start to show and she realizes that this show that he put on in this as a sexually selective species as the male in a sexually selective species this show that he put on was actually just a lie and then she realizes that she doesn't actually want to reproduce with this genetic material. She wants to abort this operation and start over with another guy that she deems worthy of her own genetics, right? So she drops him. Now, let's talk about like what that looks like whenever a woman realizes that the guy she's reproduced with is actually a fraud while she's pregnant. 
Part of being a sexually selective species means men put on this show, right? Well, part of putting on a show includes lying. Yeah. Men get better and better at lying and putting on a show, and women get better and better and better at detecting the truth. Why do you think that there's such a huge, like, cultural divide between men and women of men that like to lie and women that demand knowing the truth? Like I said before, of course there are going to be men that demand to know the truth and women who lie, but, you know, the numbers scale in favor of the women here. Uh, men lie more often. Now, that being said, so, like... It's suggested within the biological community, the evolutionary community, that lying has become, like, lying and detecting lies has become this, like, process of mating, this mating process. A man lies, a woman is, detects lies, and then the better one choo the better one wins out. If the man is better at lying than the woman is at detecting lies, and then he reproduces with her, then, yeah, you know. If she's better at detecting lies than he is at lying, then... She got away, and she has a better chance of reproducing with a man that she actually wants to be with. I call it a fucked up duck corkscrew situation. For those of you that don't know, um, ducks in, have corkscrew-shaped penises and vaginas. And that comes from millions of years of sexual assault. Trigger warning, talking about sexual assault. Uh, male ducks would sexually assault female ducks. And female ducks evolved this uh, corkscrew-like vagina that has fake fucking uh, fake exits or fake dump holes I guess you could say for the male ducks come uh, that don't lead to this uh, that don't lead to the uterus and uh, or whatever the uterus equivalent of is in birds I think it's still called a uterus but anyway so they would they they so women the female ducks started to <clears throat> evolve this like countermeasure to all that sexual assault so that women so the female ducks would have more control over who they reproduce with and then male ducks by a countermeasure evolved corkscrew penises penises that are literally wound up like corkscrews you can look it up it's freaky as shit so for mo millions of years male ducks are you know, sexually assaulting the female ducks. Female ducks are counteracting however they can. Uh, they also do have control over whether they open up that that one tunnel, that one vaginal or cloacal tunnel leading <laughs> to the uterus, by the way. They can choose so that whenever they're with a mate that they want to be with consensually, they actually end up reproducing. They have control over that reproductive process. Uh, so, with human beings... It is kind of similar, however, it's not with our penises, it's with our brains. And the brain is the fastest evolving structure in the known universe, so that can change pretty quickly from generation to generation. If you don't believe me, uh, look up this artificial selection study on foxes. Uh, I think it was in it was in Europe somewhere back in 19, like the 1960s. They basically checked to see how quickly foxes can evolve with uh, guided artificial selection, and it takes about three generations to start noticing real, actual differences in phenotype and ge and uh, behavior, genotype. Um, <clears throat> so, in that way, yeah, abortion is an extension of a woman's right to choose, and it's a way of, I guess you could say, retconning that choice if she was 
duped into it by a manipulative man who evolved to mate through lying. My second argument in support of abortion is that it is just about a woman's right to control her own body. Now, that is what I really think on that. Like, it's about a woman's right to control her body. For this point, I really think about, its, uh, think about it as a woman's right to control her own body. However, when I'm talking to conservatives who disapprove of abortion, I change the word wording to say it's about a woman's right to choose when a human being is inside of her body. Because that is a language that the conservative understands. I personally don't see a fetus as a human being. Uh, not until probably like, oh, let's say 24 weeks. But conservatives see it as a human being right at conception, the night that they have sex. Now, that's because of, you know, shock tactics and fear-mongering and propaganda. Uh, hiring, I guess you could say, undercover Baptist Western Westboro Baptist priest church, uh, priests to show people uh, mutilated fetuses on college campuses, but <laughs> I mean, it looks like a fetus looks like spider webs in the first five six weeks of pregnancy. Doesn't even look like a physical human being. So it looks like jizz. It looks just like jizz that's kind of gotten frothy. Which isn't that funny. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I'll tell I'll tell conservatives that it's about a woman's right to control what when a human being is inside of her body, because I've seen the most success with that, like getting through to them. Like you could, because with that argument, you know, you can suddenly expand the playing field. When a human being is inside her body, well, what that what's that what's that com compare to? What's that control for that experiment? You know, rape? Sexual assault? I mean, yeah, kind of. It does kind of blare off that buzzword that gets these conservatives thinking. You know, the ones that aren't guilty of sexual assault, which I think being guilty of that is the reason why they went conservative in the first place, but we don't need to get into that. <clears throat> it's about a woman's right to control what happens inside of her body whenever a person is inside of her body. If you were to take... A 30-year-old man, <clears throat> business owner, educated, smart, got his whole life ahead of him. He's got a great track record behind him, right? You know, he's got lots of potential going forward, and he has a great work ethic to show that he will use that potential. This man could have a failed liver, and the doctors could say, the only way that you can survive is if... You hook up to somebody else's liver for three months while your liver heals itself and theirs does all the work for you. If a doctor were to go up to a woman and tell her, hey, your liver is perfectly compatible with this guy's, can you sit next to him on a bed for three months, or nine months, for nine months, and just be there for him? She has every right to say no. And if you really think about it, that is a an equitable argument towards abortion towards a woman's right to say whether there is a human being inside of her body or to say what happens inside of her body you know if a fetus is a fully heart beating breathing baby human being like this 30 year old man who has all this potential then a woman would have equal duty to 
help him as he would the baby, the fetus. And if aborting the fetus is wrong because it's killing a baby, then choosing to let that man die whenever you're the only person who can save his life is in effect similar to killing him. Of course, somebody could say, make the argument, no, because one's active and one's passive, but to that, I would say that she has the choice. She can choose to do it or not to do it, but it's important that the choice is there, right? You can't live in some dystopian society that says whenever this man has a failing liver that you have to hook up to save him for nine months. Just like if a woman gets pregnant, she has to give birth. That's called forced birth. That's another, by the way, buzzword that really rings true. Whenever you tell somebody it's like forced birth, whenever you tell a conservative it's forced birth, that, that automatically triggers their dominant alpha uh, complex to always be on top. And they will automatically oppose it because they don't want to be forced into doing anything they don't want to do or have to do. <laughs> so, yeah, you can say that. Like, she's passively deciding to let this guy die by not hooking up to him. And she's actively deciding to let this, uh, this fetus die because she is choosing to abort it. And that is a pretty good counter-argument, but... It is not a fully sound perspective because, one, the fetus isn't a person, but in the instance where we're assuming that it is a person, it's still inside of her body and she has the right to get it out. If she were to be kidnapped by a hospital, uh, I'm saying a hospital for legal reasons, um, because if I were to say like she were to get kidnapped off the side of the road and then forced to be hooked up to this guy in some abandoned warehouse then she has every ethical right to say, no, you're going to unhook me from this, but they wouldn't do that. A hospital, however, would. Now, it is logically inconsistent to say a hospital would kidnap this woman because they're a government institute, or a, not a government institute, but a public institute, uh, subject to the law, but it's the only way that the ethical dilemma afterwards, the uh, moral question afterwards, can actually be sound. If she were to be kidnapped by a hospital and then hooked up to this guy against her will, Obviously, the hospital's going under, but let's just say we live in some weird society where that doesn't happen for some reason. She wakes up, and she realizes she's hooked up to him. She has every right to not be hooked up to him, right? And in a lot of the cases, pregnancy does happen by accident like that, almost by being taken hostage, you know? Sex is a very normal part of life, and sometimes you just get pregnant. You can take all the precautions you want, and it just happens. Which brings me to my next point, um, saying that if a woman doesn't want to get pregnant, she should just not have sex. Uh, that's not a healthy way of thinking because sex is very necessary for mental health and social stability. Sex is a very important part of life. Humans need romantic and intimate connection with other people around the age of 17. 17 is a healthy age to start having actual consensual sex. And if you go without it, Trust me, it's bad. I lost my virginity at 21, and I could have lost it at 17, and waiting those extra four years definitely took an effect on my mental health. Now, I think the biggest effect it had on my mental health was the social stigma, uh, the social blowback I experienced from it. I chose to not have sex in that time personally because I wanted personal growth and I wanted mastery over my own mind. Um, and also, I wanted mastery over my own time so that I wouldn't waste my time with women 
so I could focus on my career and making stuff, inventing things, drawing, doing art, making music, creating money, creating stuff and making money. But it definitely took a toll on me. I definitely invested part of my own health and well-being into uh, my future. Uh, and telling women to just not have sex is non-realistic. It's not realistic. You've got people have to have sex. Uh, they just do. And we're at a population cap right now where there need to be alternatives to, or to giving birth when you get pregnant if you're not ready for it. Because giving birth when you're not ready for it subjects the child to all sorts of social and financial turmoil that they don't that they probably don't want to be born into in the first place so if a woman isn't ready to have a kid but she's you know still having sex and living out her life she has every right to get an abortion just for the sake of the child's well-being i mean honestly that thing doesn't even have sentience it doesn't have consciousness a co capacity for memory babies aren't born with consciousness I also think that you have to have a nervous system to have a soul, because if we imagine for a second a body without a brain or a central nervous system, no nerves going through the spinal cord and out into the body, then it literally is just a pack of meat, blood, and bones. That's it. And if you, you can't tell me that if somebody, that if somebody, that if somebody's body were just standing there on a meat hook, that you would say, oh, bless his soul. I mean, I guess you would, but like, if they were just like, if somebody's body was there, you wouldn't think that this that there's a soul in that thing if there is no nervous system. Uh, the nervous system, I think, develops around 16 weeks into pregnancy, but it's not done until like 30 anyway. So aborting a fetus before that point is, like, scientifically, almost got zero percent chance of having any ethical blowback. Another argument in support of abortion is obviously sexual assault. I kind of played on that earlier when I was talking about ducks, you know, with men lying and whatnot. But obviously sexual assault, obviously just accidents. They're really, like, my final stance on it is, like, my magnum opus stance on abortion is that it needs to be completely free and accessible for the women that need it. And anonymous, to a certain degree, not, like, publicly accessible. Uh, not, like, in public records accessible, but, like, anonymous so that people don't know that the public institutions don't know so that they can stay under the grid under the radar and have that privacy you know that hipaa protected privacy um is very important uh and also it's about giving a good life to their offspring it's mostly about a woman just taking control over her life and saying i'm going to reproduce when i want to reproduce this was a huge point that I wanted to touch on earlier. I talked about traditional gender roles in some of my TikTok videos before, and I'm finally getting around to it now. Um, traditional gender roles are not the gender roles that we see given to us in our capitalistic society today. Right, our capitalistic society today has these magnified gender roles, these disgusting, I guess you could say, homunculi of what they originally were in our neurobiology and uh, has sold them to us for profit, for this toxic, caustic, soul-crushing profit. Uh, and it started mm, it started a long time ago, thousands of years ago, you could argue. Not capitalism, but the patriarchy. But capitalism really monopolized on the whole machismo ideal. Uh, it, not thousands of years ago, I didn't mean to say that, um, but Hollywood really, capitalism really capitalized on the whole machismo appeal in the 80s. Back in the 70s, uh, there was this hippie movement, free love movement, 
and they started to, the hippies actually started to really push back against the establishment against the corporations against capitalism and so in the 80s uh marketers pushed back by hyper masculinizing um the male gender role you get movies like die hard and movies like terminator and rambo just like these fucking crazy testosterone dripping movies of guys with huge guns and receded hairlines not rambo i guess that's just die hard i have a receded hairline who cares um of these like mus muscular like sweaty men fucking being manly and having no emotions except toughness and strength and anger and having sex with women like they're barbie dolls they sold that to us and made that like deeply ingrained within american culture and they did that as an investment an investment that's paying off now like 40 years later because now you know the subconscious seeds that they planted back in the 80s in america's culture in the 80s has now sprouted to andrew tate outright misogyny right uh to some degree jordan peterson although i think jordan peterson started off as a rational man and then became irrational because he just didn't know how to handle the internet but i also heard somebody say somewhere that he uh opposed a bill that would include trans people in hate crimes i think that's what it was the original story i heard is that he didn't want to make misgendering somebody a criminal offense that's what i originally heard but then somebody corrected me and said that he actually just opposed including trans people into hate crimes because he said what if misgendering people ends up becoming a hate crime it was entirely speculation from transphobia Tran entirely transphobia induced speculation so maybe he wasn't a reasonable man it's hard to say none of that is about abortion um so yeah it needs to be completely accessible and free uh, i guess taxes would pay for it uh, and then also anonymous so that public institutions can't pull that data from her and see that she's done that but the traditional gender rules <clears throat> are not what we have been fed from the 80s that was specifically to counteract the progress made in the 70s against capitalism and against the establishment the for free love essentially um and i could say that the hippie movement is all about exposing the truth of infinite love but at the same time hippies are like conservative punks i don't know yeah that's 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 a different one for that's a different topic for dissecting it on a different day um, but by making abortions completely free and accessible like that, it's going to, I mean, it would solve so many problems. It would solve so many problems. Uh, youthful mortality rate, poverty rates, it would solve, you know, single mothers. Uh, it would actually help crime because men wouldn't be in prison for, uh, not paying child support. That's another one. But... <clears throat> It would also give us a uh, huge access to a lot of stem cells that could be used to cure cancer and cure AIDS. And suddenly I'm starting to realize why they want to get rid of abortion. No. Uh, <laughs> and also it would help to bring our population size down because, I mean, most pregnancies are unwanted pregnancies or unprepped pregnancies. By letting women opt in for getting abortions, then they 
get the chance to completely change the shift, completely shift the tides of American society and culture. Uh, it would help bring our population down, is, I guess, the main point that I'm trying to make there. Like, bringing our population down and upping our reserves for stem cells is like a win-win situation. Fewer people have access to more stem cells, meaning more diseases can be more treated to more people. I think it's just a win-win-win-win for everyone except the billionaire capitalists that want a large and obedient workforce. Yeah, that's my stance on it. I think these uh, politicians and I think the conservatives that are in the pockets of billionaires are voting against legislation legislation to codify abortion, codify Roe v. Wade, because they want the workforce to grow because they're in the pockets of capitalists. Capitalism is a, an infinite growth system. It's going to implode. It's going to split itself in half. It's a system that mimics cancer. Infinite growth. That's fucking cancer. 3% increase in sales marginally every quarter? Are you kidding me? To increase by 3% every quarter or even every year puts us at a cap by the year 2042. Some financial cap by the year 2042. I don't remember the specifics of it, but I remember f seeing that somewhere. Uh, so I guess trust me, bro. Um, I know, I know, no, I know. You, if if you don't like, if you like capitalism, then you don't like what I'm saying. But at the same time, if you like capitalism, then you probably aren't listening right now. Let's be honest. So what were those traditional g male gender roles? I'm sorry, I'm, my brain's all over the place right now. Um, those traditional gender roles, not male gender roles, but the actual gender roles from thousands of years ago that we had are men protect society and women define it. That's what it boils down to. Very simply, men will act as the shields and the swords and the barriers for a society, and they'll do the work, and they will, uh, I guess you could say, make the walls and the beds and the houses for women. While women kind of define the culture, create the culture, create the social atmosphere, create the community, they create the, um, they define what it means to be a person that lives in this society. They're the ones that create the, the morals and the standards of that society, and they do it by choosing the men. Um, it's funny how our biology ends up playing into it, how our generalized biology ends up playing into it, because they're always going to be outliers, of course, but like, you know, men generally being stronger and more muscular are capable of doing this heavy lifting and this hard work, and it brings great satisfaction, actually, when men do that sort of thing, because they feel more masculine, and there was a psycho psychological study posted somewhere that showed that men and women actually feel better and have higher self-esteem whenever they feel like they fulfill their gender role better, but, yeah, men do that, they, they, they make life, it's essentially this, male gender role is to make life easier for women, and female gender role is to choose the men they want to reproduce with the most, and reward them with reproduction. And that doesn't sound big, but it is huge to our carnal instincts, to our instincts in general. Uh, men want to reproduce. They want to pass on their genetic material. All people do, but especially men, because it's not as guaranteed for men. Women, they can reproduce with anybody. They can pass on their genetic material in a day. Like, they can, they can just fucking find somebody to reproduce with and do it. 
Men have to work. They have to try. Um, it's not as easy. <clears throat> These are our traditional gender roles. And that sounds like slavery, but it's not. Uh, originally, it was compensated for by the extra freedom that men get. You know, they go out, they do whatever the hell they want to do whenever they want to go do it. They have generally got, you know, more confidence, a greater strength to them that allows them to speak their mind without worrying of being killed or tortured. Unless if they speak their mind against too many people that think differently from them. But women didn't have that luxury. You know, they had to kind of stay meek and quiet because humans are animals. And if we hear something we don't like, we start fucking killing people for some reason. God, we're so stupid. But when... So so women couldn't really speak their mind because humans, being animals, would just kill them for that. Because men don't like the truth. And women are generally too small to defend themselves. But men, on the other hand, they can speak the truth and they can do these things because they have the strength and the muscle to hold off any attackers, any closed-minded attackers that want to challenge them or attack them for having a thought that that person didn't like. So whenever we look at the traditional gender roles of it all, you know, defend and define, and then, uh, no, yeah, defend and define, you can kind of see what you could say are innate attitudes that are built alongside that. Like, women want men that go to work, they pay bills, they provide, and men want beautiful, beautiful women that they can show off and be very happy with. Because the more beautiful the woman, the greater the prize that she's deemed to be in society. Now, this is very conservative, centered-mindedness at this point, and I want to say... It doesn't exclusively stop here. Like, this is th this is as robotic as human romantic decision-making gets. From here, it is entirely up to the agency of our personalities. Not free will. I don't think free will, free will actually exists. But of the personalities, of the love, of the interests, of the hobbies, of the compatibility. That's where we, that's where we really start to see the aspects of the female, the traditional female gender role of defining society come in. Right? The robotic shit... That's what we see with men. That is where we see men behaving, like, the most. That's where we see them thinking the most. Whenever you think of attraction in robotic terms, of, like, men defend, women define. But then once we start getting into that definition of that personal aspect of attraction, that's when we get into the feminine aspect of it. When it's not so robotic. Whenever there is personalized nuance into the nature of that attraction. Whenever it's not so much more about the strong man and the beautiful woman that the man can show off. But it's more about the nature of the man's game. How smooth he is. How uh, non-judgmental he is. How non-desperate he is. That's a huge one. How non-jealous he is. That's another huge one. Believe it or not, jealousy is not attractive, by the way. If a woman tries to make you jealous or a man tries to make you jealous, uh, don't date them because they are a red flag. Trying to make somebody jealous is petty and childish, and they will cheat on you, probably. But <clears throat> by... Back to abortion. Sorry, that was a tangent. Back to abortion. Um, by increasing the access for it, we are going to end up healthily, safely, ethically, I might add, lowering the human population to a more sustainable level. Also, with contraceptives, we're going to do that. We're going to increase the amount of stem cells that we have for actual research for curing diseases. 
and uh, we're going to give women the right to control their own bodies. And this is the final point. This is the final point. This is my outro. Um, we need abortion if we want to be stronger and smarter and better. So they're one of the things that make humans as great as we are, as smart as we are, as strong as we are, as socially oriented as we are, is the fact that we work in teams. But also, I'm sorry, that that was actually, <laughs> that's a scripted line from another thought that I've had before. No, the, so it's because we work in teams, yeah, and I'll talk about that in another podcast episode maybe someday. But it's not because we work in teams exclusively. That's not the point that I wanted to focus on here. It's because of a woman's right to choose. So women choose men based on how smart they are, how agile, how strong, how charismatic they are. Any number of these things. Men have these different strengths. These, If they look good, right? They, men have these different strengths. Women have these different strengths as well. Of uh, just being agile, strong, co- uh, charismatic, attractive, having a good worth it, work, at it, work ethic, being intelligent. Uh, these are all very genetically influenced traits, and women will choose to reproduce with a man based on those traits because she wants to propagate those genes and intermingle the aspects of those traits with uh, the genetic aspects of those traits with the genetic aspects of her own traits so that she can, in a, in a sense combine that man's dna with her own like literally make that man a part of herself manifested as another human being that's like the nature of all attraction like i want to make another human being with you that's what it really does boil down to by outlawing abortion you take away part of a woman's right to choose it means you chip away at the natural process of making humanity stronger smarter more beautiful more social more loving, more caring, right? Women naturally will choose the men that have these positive traits, these more attractive traits, because they're more beautiful. They're just generally more beautiful. Um, and in my philosophy, beauty is the pinnacle of all meaning. But, uh, like, we want to give women as much access to choice as reasonably possible. Maybe not necessarily selling, you know, certain men's sperm on the internet so they can artificially inseminate themselves, because maybe they'll end up choosing the maybe too many women will end up choosing the same men and we'll have like an inbreeding problem. Um, but if we were to at least allow them to get abortions until they found the right one, then that would help. That would help. <clears throat> Um, abortion is what's called female control over reproduction. Outlawing abortion is male control over reproduction. And we've seen in the past, in societies where men take control of the government, and we live, they live in a patriarchy and women don't get as much of a say in it, those, genera- those civilizations, those societies collapse within like three to five generations. Because inbreeding runs rampant within it, and they end up killing themselves in civil war. Not only inbreeding, but yeah, just passing on of unwanted genetic material. Uh, Sexual assault, rape, that actually does have genetic roots. 
rapists give birth to other rapists. Did you know that? That's weird, isn't it? So, like, you want to, if you're raped and you are, get pregnant from it, you want to abort that baby because that baby is more likely to rape because they've inherited the genetics that influenced the man before him or her to rape. Uh, there are genetics to that, by the way. Like, the lack of serotonin receptors in your orbital frontal cortex, um, the size of your amygdala, right? These, these things influence, and then other regulatory proteins in, uh, the ganglia of your cells, like, it's just so much, and it's all, it's, it, it's all got uh, genetic roots. The temperament. Ge temperament is genetic. It's hereditary. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, we want women to choose. We don't want men to be the ones choosing reproduction because men choosing reproduction just do it by force. And that ends up passing off undesirable genes to the next generation. And suddenly society starts to schism with every successive generation. Uh, because we just have this huge scar in the populace, populace of rapists. I think um, getting rid of rapists and rape in general, bringing the hammer down on it as hard as we can, is the ultimate way that we care for humanity. It's the ultimate show of love to our fellow person, because it's a way of showing, like, I value human life so much that I want every human life to be consensual. I want it to be happy and well-lived. I don't want it to happen from the monstrosity of taking somebody's consent away from them. So yeah, um, stop talking to your rapist friends, your friends that push rape jokes. Rape jokes are not funny. They're not funny at... There's, there's nothing funny about a rape joke. Uh, I don't understand how anybody could find it funny, and I don't understand why anybody would want to find it funny. So... That's my two thoughts on everything, my two cents on everything. Uh, thanks for listening. I just uploaded a TikTok recently. Brought, hopefully it brought you guys here, however many of you. If even I get three or one, I'll be happy. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to go work out and then hang out with my aunt and uncle, then go to my friend's house and play some Smash with like 10 other dudes, and then uh, get ready for my birthday in two days on the 22nd. What's up, baby? Yo, turning 27. Yo, woo. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be back soon.